aren't just assessed through their million dollar bank accounts or being successful at work or in politics, but they're examined and evaluated through their character. And amongst the most important virtues that must exist in every human being is the virtue and the characteristic of politeness, also known as Al-Adab. The religion of Islam emphasizes on politeness and courtesy. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam says, إِنَّمَا بُعِثْتُ لِأُتَمِّمَ مَكَارِمَ الْأَخْلَاقِ I have indeed been appointed to perfect the ethical and moral standards of human beings. What is the connection between reason and adab? How do we teach adab to ourselves and become the teachers of ourselves in regards to adab? How do we give adab and courtesy and politeness to our children and how do we implement the notion of adab onto ourselves, onto our children, onto our families and within the community is the topic that we'll be discussing coming up next. notion of al-adab or courtesy also known as politeness is one of the most important principles within the Islamic ideology for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam in a very famous hadith states his mission statement and as you know the most important aspect of any organization or any movement or any business, a nation or a country is its mission statement. The mission statement is usually written in the offices of the employees or the offices of those working towards implementing this vision, this mission statement. So that every single day they would look at the mission statement and they would remind themselves that this is the reason why we exist. This is the reason why we work. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam in a very famous hadith speaks of his mission statement. He tells me and you why is it that he was appointed? Why is it that he was sent as a prophet from God to humanity? He says, الأخلاق, I have been appointed by Allah I have been sent on to you innama bu'ithtu for this reason and this reason only I have been sent to perfect your moral and ethical standards today people may be evaluated by their bank accounts by their success by their degrees by what they've accomplished in the fields of business and the fields of politics. However, a true evaluation of human beings lies when they look deeper into their characters. 
They evaluate them through their virtues, through their moral and ethical principles. And amongst the most beautiful of virtues, amongst the most beautiful of characteristics, is the virtue of politeness and courtesy, al-adab. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly and indirectly speaks of this within the Qur'an. And there are many traditions from the teachings of the Ahlul Bayt in regards to the principle of adab. And this is exactly what we are in need of in the western part of the world. Muslims are in need to obtain adab, politeness and courtesy. They are in need to conquer the highest mountains of human perfection through moral and ethical principles. Why? Because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi tells all the Muslim nation. Imam Ja'far ibn Muhammad al-Sadiq speaks to his, uh, his followers particularly. He says, Kunu du'atan lana bifi'likum la bi'alsinatikum. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam says, Kunu du'atan lana samiteen. Make sure that you propagate for the religion of Islam. You propagate the teachings of the Ahlul Bayt. You propagate the messages of the Quran silently. With your actions, not with your words. Our adab goes a long way in representing the religion of Islam. Our adab goes a long way to leave an everlasting impression on the minds of those who think negatively about our religion, the religion of Rasulullah. This is our least of duties towards Rasulullah. This is our least of duties towards the Ahlul Bayt, to protect them, to protect their image and their name and their reputation through moral and ethical principles. And you know, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was able to attract people from all walks of life, the rich, the poor, the Arab, the non-Arab, the one from Quraysh, the non-Quraysh, the pagan, the idol worshipper, the Christian, the Jew, all with his akhlaq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ You have the greatest, most perfected akhlaq. Amir al-Mu'mineen salawatullahi alayhi says, My adab has been given to me by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah chose to discipline me and give me adab. And therefore, we as the followers of Rasulullah, we as the followers of Amir al-Mu'mineen must obtain the highest levels of adab. And that is why I have chosen to examine this topic in the following five points. Number one, an introduction into the principle and the notion of adab. Number two, the connection between adab, moral and ethical principles and reason. Number three, becoming a self-disciplining mu'addib is by far greater than teaching others and forgetting ourselves. Number four, parenting and adab. 
teaching adab to our children and number five how to implement the principles of adab onto ourselves within the family and within our communities after your remembrance upon Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad. Number one. An introduction into the understanding of the principles of adab. Amir al-Mu'mineen wa Mawla al-Muwahideen Ali ibn Abi Talib salawatullahi alayhi, the commander of the faithful, says, Kafaka adaban linafsik, ijtinabuka ma takrahuhu ligayrik. He says, do you want to discipline yourself? Do you want to teach yourself courtesy and politeness? It is enough for you to know, it is enough for you to discipline yourself with once you realize that you should not do to others that which you do not wish to witness upon yourself. If you don't want people lying to you, don't lie to others. That's the greatest form of disciplining yourself. If you don't want to cheat people, if you don't want to be cheated, then do not cheat others. If you hate for people to abandon you, if you hate for people to cheat you, if you hate for people to give you the wrong advice, then don't do that to others. And that is the greatest form of disciplining yourself. Amir al-Mu'mineen, Imam Ali says, Al-adabu kamalur rijal. What completes real men true men what completes a man is his courtesy is his politeness for him to be a true gentleman number two what is the connection between adab and reason adab and logic adab and our intellect adab and our aql al-imam ali ibn abi talib salawatullahi wa salamahu alayhi once again states kullu shay'in yahtaju ila al-aql وَالْعَقْلُ يَحْتَاجُ إِلَى الْأَدَبِ Everything is in need of intellect. Everything is in need of our brain. Everything is in need of our reason. Every one of our body parts, every bit of our existence, needs to communicate with our brain at all times. Then he says the brain is in need of one thing, and that is discipline, politeness, ethics. It is what keeps our brain thinking straight and acting straight. Another hadith from his son, Al-Imam Al-Hasan, alayhi salatu wassalam, says, La adaba liman la aqla lah, ay la aqla liman la adaba lah. Meaning, those who do not have adab, those who do not have politeness, those who do not have courtesy, they don't have reason, they don't have intellect, they don't have aql, they don't have logic. Because a complete brain comes with courtesy. A complete brain implements politeness.
Once again, the commander of the faithful, Amir al-Mu'mineen, Ali ibn Abi Talib, says to one of his companions, Ya Mu'min, inna hadha al-ilm wal-adab thamanu nafsik. Fajtahid fi ta'allumuhima. Fama yazidu min ilmika wa adabik, yazidu min thamanik. A beautiful statement. And all his statements are indeed beautiful. He says, O oh my friend, O oh mu'min, listen, the worth of yourself is evaluated by two things, your knowledge and your politeness, your knowledge and your adab, your knowledge and your courtesy, your knowledge and your ethics, your knowledge and your morals. Fajtahid, make sure you struggle and you strive and you go through all sorts of hardships, if necessary, to learn them, to obtain them. For the more you have of them, the more you become worthy, the more you raise the bar and you raise your worth. Amir al-Mu'mineen doesn't say go and seek money, go and seek wealth, go and seek position. That's what brings you wealth. That's what brings you worth. No. Because money could be taken away from us. We may lose money. We may go bankrupt. But knowledge never goes away. Knowledge never runs away. Nobody can take that knowledge away from us. Same goes for our politeness. Our attitude. Once you're polite, everyone loves you, everyone respects you. Number three. The greatest form of worship within the religion of Islam and the greatest act is to become the self-police of ourselves the teacher of our nafs, the disciplining existence within ourselves, for ourselves. Once again, Amir al-Mu'mineen wa Mawla al-Muhaddeen Ali ibn Abi Talib says, وَمُعَلِّمُ نَفْسِهِ وَمُؤَدِّبُهَا أَحَقُّ بِالْإِجْلَالِ مِنْ مُعَلِّمِ النَّاسِ وَمُؤَدِّبِهِمْ He says that teacher for himself, the self-police, the police that monitors himself, teaches himself, disciplines himself, gives himself adab, is by far more honorable, more respected, more dignified than a person who only teaches others. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Isa, Isa, there is no one to give you adab besides yourself. Ya Isa, adab qalbaka bil khashya. He says, Ya Isa, discipline yourself. Give adab yourself by softening your heart, by making your heart soft. Inshallah, we'll speak about the matters of the heart. How do we get our hearts to soften? How do we get our hearts to listen? Another hadith from Isa ibn Maryam. They asked Isa, Jesus, the son of Mary, who disciplined you? 
Nobody truly came to discipline me. I saw the evil, the ugliness of ignorance and I refrained from it. And that brought me to adab. That brought me to the highest levels of moral standards. Number four, which is the most important aspect of this discussion. Number four is the jewel of this discussion. It is what every one of us is in need. Parenting and adab. How do we give adab to our children? The value of giving discipline to our children. The value of teaching them courtesy and politeness. Brothers, sisters, Muslim kids, kids who attribute themselves to the Qur'an, kids who attribute themselves to Rasulullah Muhammad, kids who attribute themselves to Ali, Hassan, Fatima, Hassan and Hussein, should not be running around using foul language, beating around other kids, not having courtesy, being disrespectful to the elderly, not standing up for the elderly in the subway and in the buses. Those disciplines are the disciplines of the followers of Ahlul Bayt, the Muslims, the followers of the Qur'an. Let us discipline ourselves, our children. Let us teach them courtesy and politeness. For Rasulullah says, Akrimu, honor your kids. Akrimu awladakum wa ahsinu adabahum yughfaru lakum. Honor your kids by disciplining them, by teaching them. You shall be forgiven. Maybe I have sinned. Maybe I have many sins. However, just because I teach my kids politeness, just because I teach my kids courtesy, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives me. Al-Imam Ali, speaking to his son, Al-Imam Hassan, says, إِنَّمَا قَلْبُ الْحَدَثِ كَالْأَرْضِ الْخَالِيَةِ مَا أُلْقِيَ فِيهَا مِنْ شَيْءٍ قَبَلَهُ فَبَادَرْتُكَ بِالْأَدَبِ قَبْلَ أَنْ يَقْسُوَ قَلْبُكَ Listen how he spoke to his son. And let us ask ourselves, have we ever spoken to our children in this matter? In this manner, he says to him, O Hassan, إِنَّمَا قَلْبُ الْحَدَثِ The heart of a teen, the heart of a young boy, the heart of a young girl, the heart of a child, is like a fertile, a fertile land. Whatever you put in there, it's going to grow. And it's going to develop into plants and give fruits. If you're going to put a good seed in there, you're going to take beautiful plants, beautiful fruits. If you're going to put a bad seed in there, it's going to grow into a plant giving malicious fruits. And that is why I come to discuss that is why I come to discipline. That is why I come to teach before your heart hardens. Look at the way Amir al-Mu'mineen speaks to his son. He even explains to him why is it that he's teaching him. Why is it that he's disciplining him. The founder of the madhab, Imam Ja'far ibn Muhammad al-Sadiq, in a beautiful hadith says, Addabani abi bithalath. My father, Imam al-Baqir, disciplined me with three things. قَالَ لِي يَا بُنَيَّ مَنْ يَصْحَبُ أَصْحَابَ السُّوءِ لَا يَسْلَمُ O son, 
whoever befriends evil people, whoever befriends malicious folks, whoever has bad friends will not be safe. وَمَنْ لَا يُقَلِّدُ أَلْفَاظَهُ يَنْدَمْ And whoever does not restrain his words will be regretful. Today you say something, tomorrow you say, why did I say this? I'm so regretful. Why did I tweet such a thing? Why did I post such a thing on Facebook? Why did I say such a thing to my friend? وَمَنْ لَا يُقَلِّدُ أَلْفَاظَهُ يَنْدَمْ Whoever does not think twice about what he says, does not restrain his words, will be regretful. وَمَنْ يَدْخُلُوا مَدَاخِلَ السُّوءِ يُتَّهَمْ And whoever puts himself in bad situations will be accused. Don't say, what I was there, I wasn't doing anything. I was talking to this person, I wasn't doing anything. I was in this place, but I didn't have bad intentions. I was hanging out with this group of people, but it was very innocent. This is Allah. Whoever sees affiliation, participation with anything that is bad, whether, whether it's unethical or unmoral, or in any other point of view, will be accused. Number five, last but not least, how do we implement adab? Some people believe that you give adab to your family, especially your children, by physical abuse, by yelling at them, by running the home like a boot camp, by being rude to them, so that they're always afraid of you. And that's how you give them adab. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam says, Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib says, Naha Rasulullah an al-adabi inda al-ghadab. Rasulullah refrained us, he stopped us. He forbid us from disciplining while we're angry. And what do we do? We usually discipline our children when we're angry. When they drive us crazy, then we stop, and we discipline them, sometimes we hit them, sometimes we put them in time out. But when everything is calm, our child is sitting down, not doing anything, we don't go and we do not give them courtesy and adab then. Rasulullah naha. Imam Ali says he stopped us, he forbid us from disciplining when we're angry. Meaning discipline them when you're calm. Because that's when it is actually effective. A person comes and he speaks to the seventh or eighth imam and he tells him of a problem that he has with his son. Do not hit him. Do not raise your hands in disciplining him. Ignore him. And do not prolong this attitude of neglecting him. But if you ignore him for a little bit of time, and he feels the loneliness of not having his parents 
so supportive to him, then he's going to get, he's going to become aware. But when you prolong that, the child is going to get used to that. So he says, لا تضرب, number one, do not hit him. وهجرح, ignore him a little bit. Stay away from him. ولا تطل, and do not prolong this process of ignoring him. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the honor and the privilege to receive the best of adab from the Quran and the best of adab from the words of Ahl al-Bayt to be the implementers of adab upon ourselves, upon our families, upon our communities. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين.